Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. Let's go, go, go. Oh, yeah, we're back karate style in the bunker for episode 68 of Feeling Good with Duddy, the show that laughs at the entire world, everyone equally. Just We just die laughing. We point and we laugh kind of in an immature bully way, but then we find a mirror. <laughs> we point at ourselves and we have an internal self laugh. You're right, dude. You get it. We're just like everyone else. We're the best. I'm a barber here in Southern California. My name's Jake B. Let me introduce you to the other half of the show, the namesake of the show, my brother, guitar player of the Dirty Heads, also vocalist of the Dirty Heads, and so many other things. Here he is, Duddy <laughs> B. Hey, what's up? That's right. Episode 68. 68, um, dude. Feeling good with Duddy. Man. It, just trucking right along. Trucking right along. And we just did episode 18 of the Monday Morning Hangover on our Patreon page. That's so right. when you go, these guys have done 68 episodes, where do they find the time? We also did 18 other episodes That's of other shit. 76, I think. Absolutely. And if you count that. the... That's way more than that. Actually. I mean, yeah. Like <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. How do we do it? Well... I don't know, but we deserve an award. We do, and we're feeling super duper good today, right, Daddy? Feeling great. Uh, just got back from uh, my vacation. That's right. You were camping. We're, we're in a very high spirits here today. We're feeling good. Duddy just got back from camping. I've been surfing my balls off. Tell everyone about your camping trip. You know, you've been waiting for this for a long time because it was going to be a fishing trip. Going to be a big fishing trip. I, I love going fishing. We go on at least one big fishing trip every summer and kind of thought this was going to be it, but it wasn't. It was okay before I get into it. It wasn't like I had a bad time. I had a great time, but fishing was not a thing. So 20 kids on the there trip. There was 20 it's hard to kids. Get fishing there was, done. I believe, eight families, uh, and within those eight families, there was 20 kids there. And surprisingly, though, we had 20 kids and not one, like, no arguments really, like no tears unless maybe a kid fell and scratched his knee or something. But like it, they, the kids got along great. It, they, the kids had the time of their life. This was probably the best vacation. This was a had. kid's they vacation. Yeah. yeah. 20 kids out in the mountains. You're going to love it. But it wasn't, it was, it was different. Like we pulled up to the spot and it was like RV parking lot camping with a Starbucks a block away <laughs> and yep. just people just all up on you everywhere. So that was a little different. Um, Duddy actually last, uh, last Tuesday, I believe it was Duddy. We did a, we did a zoom episode for our Patreon page from the mountains. Duddy yes. was sitting in his car right next to the Starbucks telling us all about it. Yeah. But, uh, 
You did, however, have shitload of fucking creatures coming through. Multiple so this, bear encounters. Uh, yeah. and so this whole time, I think I'm on. We're not out in the wilderness, you know. And we if, every day we took five minute drives to the most beautiful, you know, lakes and wilderness that you could be in. Just where we were at didn't feel super wildernessy. Um, where we were sleeping, but every single night bears came walking right through our campground. I had multiple bear encounters, which was awesome. It started becoming the highlight of my trip. Every night, I would just sit out and just wait for bears. I just had a thought. Yes. Now we're going to say it on the show so we don't forget. You still have all the bear videos, right? You said you're you're doing yeah. them on Instagram. Because yeah. last week, you were just bear videos was yeah. your story. Dude, compile. Can we just compile all of them? And let, we will put out Daddy's yes. bear adventure. Yeah. You have like at least five or six bear videos, I feel like. Yeah, I have a few quite a few bear videos and um I, and I'll, I'll tell one of the stories of, of the bears it was this was i think you know we'd already been there four or five nights so we knew not this point every single night bears will come like we at this point we had figured it out the night belongs to the bears the night belongs to the bears at this campsite and uh we had been sitting out at the campfire you know with some of the other you know parents and whatnot and at this point the kids were already in the in the uh, trailers, but I we'd already seen three bears this night come walking like right by our campsite or just on the other side, you know. Um, we'd seen three bears already, and everyone's going to bed, and it's just me and my wife, and I'm like, okay, babe, I'm I'm getting tired. Let's go in the trailer. She's like, I'll be in in a couple minutes, you know. And I'm like, ah, we've already seen three bears. Super brave tonight. of her. Because tonight, if I, if I knew, yeah. if I saw one bear ever, I would never sit outside alone again. Yeah. And she's like, you know, like, oh, they're not gonna, I'm fine. They're not going to come back by, you know. And I'm like, all right, you know. <laughs> and I go in the trailer, and like 10 seconds after I get in the trailer, my phone rings, and it's my wife. And, and I go, and I'm like, hello? And she goes, babe, there's a humongous bear like five feet from me, and I don't know what to do. I'm like, oh, my God. So then uh, and then she goes, oh, my God, it's heading now right towards our trailer door. And I look out our window and I just see this massive fucking bear. And my wife's 10 feet from it. You know, she's not far outside the trailer. And so I I just kind of like open the door really quick just to kind of like maybe startle it away. And Mm -hmm. uh, and there's a bag of tortilla chips on this table that's right outside our trailer. And he just like. He like grabs the bag of tortilla chips and kind of scurries off to the other, like around the other side of our trailer. And at this point, my wife's able to run in the trailer. We close the trailer door and uh, and then we look out the window on the other side of the trailer. And the bear is just he just lays down right by our window and just eats the bag of chips and not like scarfs it down. Like he's he's there for 20, 30 minutes just eating his bag of chips. So I did what any just absolute dipshit should do. Um, <laughs> I opened the little window and I, I fucking, I threw some, I started throwing ribs. We had leftover ribs from that night. I started feeding it ribs. Yep. And my wife, my kids were loving this. They were, they thought this was the coolest thing in the entire world. And uh, so I was egging it on and my wife's like, babe, you shouldn't be doing this. This is bad, you know? And I'm like, I know, but like how many times in your life will you have to feed a wild bear some ribs? Did you stare at the bear until oh, it left? Or yeah. did you guys just go to sleep? No, and go to no you just we waited just you, half an hour checking out just, this bear. Yeah, I mean, it was it was 10 feet from our trailer, just laying there. Love it, man. And it, this bear was huge. 
It was not like a little bear. It was this was a freaking six hundred pound bear. Like it was massive. So and we talked about this a little bit earlier on the Monday morning show on Patreon. So I got like the gist of the story, but there was a couple things that I wanted to know that I did not ask you about earlier. So yeah. I'm glad. You said Rachel was out front. Yes. What was she doing? Was she sitting on a? Was there like a bed? She's no, sitting on a fold-out some, chair. We had a bear some just walks out. Fold-out chairs, you know, oh, outside the trailer with a little campfire. God. So she's sitting so she's on the sitting ground on like little tiny like fold-out chair. And next thing she knows, bear. she just said she heard like a couple like you know sticks crack, and then she like turned her, and it was like she said it was five feet from her. That is just the most stand, insane fucking yeah. thing ever. Because at that point, yeah, and she like, was a little shook up. Like I can tell, oh, she yeah. was terrified. I when told, she got in the trailer, she was fucking like, holy shit, that was fucking gnarly. That's a decision by a bear. Yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. She can't do anything. If no. that bear's like, you are bothering me, it's on. One, it's one on and it's swipe. over. One swipe. Holy jeez. And then what did you do? You fed it ribs, fed daddy. That a boy, dude. Well, you know what? The bear did not attack. No. So and it deserves at this point ribs. too, you know, I was kind of figuring like, okay, these bears, they come through these campsites every night. They're not trying to they're, eat humans. They're they want the fucking food. eating, you know, scraps and looking for people who, you know, don't know how to go camping and just leaving all their food and trash outside and they yeah. eat the stuff. Um, Thousand but, nights of campers. If, if there was people being mauled by bears, I suppose people. they'd close the site. That's right. In my head, I'm going, yeah. if people were here getting attacked by bears, we'd know about it. At the same time, it's a wild bear. It's a wild animal. It could attack you at any time. Who fucking knows? I love it. <laughs> oh, but the yes, woods. that was good. That was good time. Fun. So you're refreshed. You're feeling good. You just got back from the mountains. We're back. The weather's amazing here. I've been having a fucking surf safari of the last several days. The nice. waves have been absolutely firing in Southern California, and. We've had a weird summer where the waves haven't been that great and the water has been freezing, Abs absolutely freezing. Well, tropical swells come in all this last week. It's been like seven days of super good waves and 75 degree water. So I've been surfing my balls off and I did see something at the local beach that I loved that I forgot was a thing. And then it made me wonder, I just, I have a question. I'll, I'll let you guys know after I'm at the beach, I'm surfing and I noticed there's a couple in the shallow water and they're taking pictures of themselves. They're trading mm. off with the cell phone. They're taking <sighs> pictures and one the every time the dude is getting his picture taken, he's like walking his 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 chick is walking backwards. I don't know if she's filming him or snapping shots and he's kind of walking at her in a hip hop music like video. A, Yo, what's up? Yeah, what's put, up? What's up? Yes, you know, what's up? What's up? Putting his it, like the one fist with the oh, other yeah. hand over it kind of walking for so he's just midday, thousands of beachgoers in his own hip hop video in the water with his chick. And I'm not joking. I was there for over an hour. I'm sure the entire time I was there, as I walked out into the water, as I left the water, hour and a half, let's say, surfing. Boy. They were doing nothing but walking back and forth, trading the camera, taking pictures of themselves, then then looking at the pictures and going through oh, them. Yes. I'm in the lineup Not just talking enough. with Not friends. Yeah, just going, oh, that one, that one. And then I wondered, are you even at the beach at that no. point? No. Are you even at the beach at this? They they were at home and they said, Bab, Bab, <laughs> Bab. let's go get some bitch photos, Bab. Oh, my God. Look, everyone takes beach photos. You, you yeah. pull out your phone, yeah. you snap one or two. For sure. Living my best life. <laughs> you like it. I'm a public fan. 
figures. Feeling some type of way. Travel bloggers take less footage than these two. And it was insane. But I didn't let it ruin my day at the beach. But that was a beautiful thing. So I I had another really good thing happen recently. Look, guys. Duddy and I complain a lot. And we make fun of everybody. And we're dicks. But... We're bringing, we're feeling good today, and yep. we're bringing very positive vibes. We've already showered you with positivity, but here comes more. Here's <laughs> something that happened to me, um, and this is a wonderful thing. And then here's before I even tell you the story, it's never too late. Okay, that's the theme of this story. I did a job for somebody two years ago. I did some magazine articles. I wrote some pictures. I did some drawings and some articles in a local Huntington Beach magazine. I made fun of suntans. I drew cartoons of different suntans. I gave them names. And I basically it was an article letting tourists know what suntans not to have so that we don't laugh at you. I'm doing the Lord's work. I did it in a local kind of surfy mag for Huntington Beach two years ago. I never got paid for it. The editor and I could never meet up. He could never pay me the money. And I do remember him asking me if I had Venmo back then, and I didn't, and I never got it. So I think he tried to pay me, but, you know, lines got crossed, and I never got the money. I moved on with my life. No big deal. I finally got Venmo recently, and and uh, somebody gave me a payment on Venmo, a mutual friend of the editor of this magazine and I. He must have saw that someone paid me on Venmo and said, there's Jake B., He did those articles for me two years ago and I never paid him. So I got out of the water from surfing. I'm already having a great day. I'm surfing and watching people take Instagram photos. It's great. And then I get out of the water. I get back to my car. I pull out my phone and it says, you've got $200. Boom. From Kevin Ash for HBC Magazine. And I went, oh, (laughs) so it's never too late, y'all. And guess what? Two years ago, I was... I was fine. Everything, you know, there was no coronavirus. I didn't even have a kid. I was just living carefree. All the money in the world, you know, whatever. I was fine. Hey, it's been tough times lately. No work. No work. The barbershops are closed and and the $200 comes back to me. So all the positivity, Duddy, that you and I have just been absolutely spilling on this show, it's coming right back. Yep. So it's never too late. And, um, uh, you know, try to be as good and positive and great as Duddy and I. And things will come back to you in the world. <laughs> so those are great things, Duddy. Those Everyone are great things. feels good, listeners? Well, and, yes? and one more great thing, too, before no, we get into more the great other shit. Great, more great Pilot shit. Pilot in Jake. there. Put it in there. Uh, and I remember the date. And no. I remember why. So Dirty Heads. We have a new song dropping. Did we not fucking talk about this because I jumped the gun and stole your story. Okay. Yeah, I did. It's but okay. We're feeling good. Yeah. We're feeling good. Dirty Heads new music. We have a new song dropping September 4th. It's the same day as our Super Moon live stream. Boom. New song. And the song, I love this track. It's called Earthquake Weather. Uh, and it's kind of about that big earthquake that they keep talking about is going to hit and California is going to break off and float off into the sea and be our own island. And we're kind of like, sweet, see you later. Yeah, I don't know if that's like worldwide news, you know, but, but as yeah, a Californian or whatever, yeah, you always hear about that. Big earthquake, California breaks off, floats out into the ocean. And so you yeah. guys are like, good, n- now we have an island and we can surf. Or California whatever. island, yeah. Bam. So yeah, I'm uh, very excited about that. Very excited about, one, the new song dropping, and two, uh, getting to do the Supermoon live stream. So really looking forward to that. Also, really, really feel good stuff, Jake. Dude, oh my God. I can't feel any better. I better start complaining about something before everything gets too positive. Oh no, no time for bad news because it is time for your new favorite show. This is Feel Good News. Play that drop. 
The world is bad. This is Feel Good News. Bamo! Oh my God, we're back. This is such a good episode. I feel so good. Uh, hey, we're feeling good, and let's just keep rolling with Feel Good News. This is where we tell you things that are going to make you feel great. The world is bad. You heard the thing at the start, but this is Feel Good News. So, we have wonderful news coming out of Mount Rainier, and I believe that's in Washington State, okay? There's a super rare Wolverine sightings. A, wol- a, 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 a Wolverines were thought to be extinct in this area right they've been gone wolverines are wiped out everyone's devastated because we love x-men but there is footage can we scroll up a little luke on the board here i want to see this little footage i'm i'm scrolling up the article guys oh yeah oh this is so fun so it says wolverines are back in a family way and there has been an image recorded actually a little video of a wolverine family a mother nursing the young and this tells us that there are wolverines they're back they're mating they're creating Wolverines are back. back. And this could mean we've talked about if ghosts were real. Well, now we know that Wolverines are back. So does this mean the guy with the laser beam eyes coming back? The fucking the X-Men storm is coming. This there's so many oh, possibilities. Now there's just gonna here. be a bald guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, and we know that those aren't real. No, please I mean, God. Bald and wheelchair? Come, come on. on. Life wouldn't do that to some. But yeah, wolverines are back. And dude, what a beautiful thing, right? Because we all love, we love animals on the show, Daddy. Yes. Do we love anything we more love, than animals? I, we've talked about it. Nothing makes you feel better than when an animal likes you. And I want to say, I, I really feel like that bear liked me after I gave him ribs. So, Oh, why would it not? And I'm on. looking at a picture of these wolverines. They look like little bears. They just look like baby bears, and it's adorable. And they do have the gnarly claws. I so, think that Luke is drunk. Is Luke just scanning around and... Well, he just, he, he, the, the page just keeps going up and yeah, down Luke. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we got a new thing in the studio, too. Let's explain to everyone. We're having so much fun. So when Duddy and I would do all of our stuff, usually we just have a little whiteboard and we kind of write the, you know, just the segments that we're going to do today because I'll come and go, hey, there's a song that's pissing me off, man. This song sucks. And we have one of those today. So everyone get ready. And then, you know, Duddy will be like, we need, you know, we got a conspiracy. He's all, I got a funny conspiracy query. So we, I'm like, yes, we put it all on the board, right? But we actually have a TV now, dude. We oh got God, a big screen up. TV in front of us. So Luke can get his computer open and he can send these images to the TV. And we feel like we're actually fucking doing something here, Duddy. More feel-good news. More feel-good news. We got a TV. So, we're li- <laughs> yeah, and it's not helping because Luke is just simply scrolling, out of control scrolling. <laughs> but anyway, we're looking at these images of Wolverines. They're adorable, dude. We're so happy they're back. Look, don't approach them. They do look horrifying, and they do look like they'll murder you, much like the Wolverine that we all know, the X-Men Wolverine guy. Yeah. He'll murder you. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, everyone knows yeah, that. Yeah, he'll murder you. Yeah, he's a murderer. And so, anyway, good, good news and and this is kind of a superhero episode of feel good news yes. and so we're going to keep with another feel good kind of superhero another thing another one we're going for another story you got story. it daddy let me tell you about this there is in santiago chile we love it there by the way oh my favorite I, place please i think God. we're the number one podcast in santiago well, chile we're the number one podcast everywhere okay. and that every chile somewhere so sure okay this is amazing a Batman, a face-masked Batman character is bringing food to the homeless and has been for a long time all over Santiago, Chile. He is an actual superhero. So we have Wolverines are back, and now we have more proof. There is a Batman. He's in Chile. He's bringing foods to the, he's bringing foods to the peoples, Duddy. How do you feel about this? 
I well at first I was like, holy crap, that's amazing, right? Mm -hmm. And it says that you know he, he's he's out there and he, he, it's it's Batman and he's wearing a mask, you know, to protect the people from the COVID while he's doing it. But my then all of a sudden my brain went to well. Aren't bats how we kind of got into this whole problem in the first place, Jake? Oh, shit. Is that true? You're right, isn't it? I mean... It was that. Is that it, Luke? It was bats so and some sort of wet someone market? Someone ate a bat, and now the whole world shuts down. So what do we do? We have bats serve us food? Oh, fuck. And we have the Batman movie coming out, too. So we're... Wow. They're simultaneously telling us that bats are causing the pandemic. And then also sending us all sorts of bat info. But this is good news. Look, the streets of Santiago, Chile may be a long way from Gotham City, huh? <laughs> but, but among its citizens dwells a true superhero. Far from being a fictional crime solver, he's a real-life hunger fighter who distributes food to the city's homeless population on a regular basis. Study, this is, in fact, feel-good news. And this that is all coming good. to us from goodnewsnetwork.org. We, it's not a lot of research on the show. We've talked about it. We literally found a website. They have good stories. We just see what's on there, and that's the show. We're revealing too much, probably, right? People thought we dug deep, and I'm telling <laughs> Transparency on Feel Good News, guys. But Duddy's saying that this guy, what are you saying? That he's distributing, are you saying, Duddy, that he's distributing the virus? No, I'm not saying You're that. You're not saying I'm that. just saying it's, good it's news, you after know, all. it's just quite odd to me that a bat is serving people food when what? Dude, that is funny i did not think of that at all the more you say it it's absolutely hilarious yeah. and funny but feel good but he's doing a great job he's doing the lord's work he is he's out there he's working hard and uh you know what he's not the bat that started this no so we can't God. just like blame every bat in the world now for this can we that you you know what let's end on that kind of point and let's drive that home because a lot of blaming going on with a lot, lot of, blaming. of blaming going on you see one thing that does something and you go all of those things do that and you just hit it on the head dude this is a bat for good did a bat cause the pandemic absolutely yes are we mad at bats yeah but not <laughs> this one dude because this one's handing out food to the homeless and not yeah. all bats are bad and i can't wait for the batman movie side note the Batman trailer dropped. I watched it 20 times. Really? And I just want to say, the second that they announced that Robert Pattinson was going to be the new Batman, I said, perfect. I fucking love it. And everyone laughed at me. The world laughed at me. The internet said, you're wrong. How could the guy from Twilight possibly be Batman? And I said, well, you haven't watched anything he's done since. The dude is the man. I kind of liken him to a young Johnny. You remember when Johnny Depp started doing only cool shit yeah. and every Johnny Depp started out a, a heartthrob as well. Everybody yeah. on 21 jump street, Brad Pitt. Oh, he's a heartthrob. No one was like, what a great actor. And then he becomes the great actor. Robert Pattinson's the next one. Batman trailer. Best thing ever. This has been feel good news. Batman superhero back. edition. Batman's back. Wolverine's back. The Batman trailer's great. Play the drop. Join us next week for more goodness on Feel Good News. Bamo, dude. What a duddy. Have you felt this good in the last 20 to 30 episodes? No, uh, th this is the best I've felt in a long time. Everyone who's listening feels so good right now and they're so stoked. But there's a yin and yang to everything, everybody. Okay? Without bad, there cannot be good. A lot of people say things, 
and hunger. But it's like, no, because if nobody's hungry, then who's full? You got to have starving people. <laughs> yeah, Daddy, stick with me. That's a bad example, Very but <laughs> you get it, right? Stop murdering. But it's like, if no one's murdering, who could be like a crime? Fi bad example. I'm trying to come up with some good things. And war. But it's like, well, then do we just erase the word peace? That's better. That's that. Okay, I nailed it. Everyone's on board. So with the feel-good <laughs> news comes the bad. God, I all of those were great examples. I take everything back. And now it's time for me to tell you about some funky things I've seen out there. First of all, Netflix is out of shit. Yeah. Netflix is running out of shit. Okay, I searched Netflix. It's all crap. And I now, every time I turn on Netflix, I get a, I get, there's actually a, okay. I came across a category on Netflix called international rogue cop dramas. How niche are we getting? Oh, and I love those shows. Like I'm yeah. one of these guys that if I find out there's a murder mystery in like Norway, yeah, I'll watch it because sure. I like the icy lands and I like but I've realized it's a formula. When I see the new one, you know, it's like called what questions or signs, you know? And I'm like, oh, a new Norway murder show, and it's always the same. I'm a blonde-haired chick who hates guys, and I'm solving murders in my old hometown. And I and like I watch it every time, but I'm seeing the cycle. So I'm starting to realize Netflix is running out of shit, so they're sending me all the foreign stuff now. Because I've oh, yeah. watched the American shit, and a lot of times the foreign stuff's kind of better a lot of it's better yeah. a lot of it i'm finding um but it is all the same and here's when i knew that netflix was out of shit we're all watching a lot of stuff right now pandemic so there's an there's a category get ready for this guys watch it again Oh yeah, you've watch already watched it this. Again. You've already seen this. If i want to yeah, if i want to watch something again it's cuz i love it so much and i'm thinking yeah, if you're running out of shit when you're like, hey, let's dedicate an entire category to just telling them, watch that shit again, dude. Wasn't that good? So anyway, that's when I started to realize Netflix was running out of shit. So I went over to Amazon Prime. Yep. Yep. I went over to Amazon Prime and I found, uh, I love Alone, the show Alone. I've talked about it on the show. Look it up if you don't know what it is. I like these reality shows where it's like, we're surviving. And then I get to see nature scapes and I get to live in, in a different world for a while. I found a show called World's Toughest Race. It's a Bear Grylls, oh, World's yeah. Toughest Race. And it is an amazingly tough race. 66 teams. I think it was through like New Zealand. It's from Fiji or Tahiti, one of those gnarly islands. And it's one of these things where it's like a 10-day race. It's like a four-person team. You got a kayak. You got a hike. You got a dive. You got it. I could never do one leg of this race, yeah. right? And it's adventure race. I didn't even know this was a thing. There's a series of adventure races like this where it's like 10 days long. You could fucking die probably doing this shit, right? <laughs> 66 teams. Opening episode. They're showing all the teams. They're showing all the teams. And I'm starting to notice something. Duddy's just sitting here going, I wrote, this is what happened, guys, because this is all me right now. I walked in and I just wrote a cluster of things that I'm about to complain about on the board. And I didn't even share any of it with Duddy. He's, he's watching and he's going, here we go. Anyway, hit hit the fucking siren. No, I'm kidding. Don't hit it. <laughs> or do it. Whatever. He'll do it in post. Okay. The world's toughest race. They start interviewing all the teams. And it starts to sound like the... You know in the Olympics, study, 
everyone's got a fucking story. Oh, yeah. It can't just be that you want to be the best skier in I'm the world. I'm here because my baby sister died, and, you know, because of that, my parents always dreamed of her being the best, so I became the best it's, to make my parents happy. long-winded. And, and um, we're also poor, and we need money. It's, oh, dude, yeah. it's so perfect. <laughs> so there are people, there's, like, always the inspirational story, like, she yeah. lost her sight at age seven, but yeah. learned to ice skate, and you're like, Fucking what blind yeah. there are those stories i don't think that one but there's stuff like that and it's always amazing but then every single person they have to just cry i remember watching a skier talk about get, like dyslexia and i'm like i get it that makes it tough to read but i don't think it had anything to do with the ski jumps and so anyway <laughs> stretching all the dyslexics so fuck this show they're out of here so i'm watching the world's toughest race the first team they show, Team New Zealand, number one racing adventure team in the world. They're all like, it's we're a, here to yeah, fucking win the race. Sure. And, oh, we're going to win. Oh, it's going to be a fucking cranker. And we're going to win it. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. And then it starts going to these teams where it's like, it's our first time trying this. And I'm here because I was a, there, there was like the army team. We yes. were wounded in battle and we're here. So that I can almost get on board yeah, too. Yeah. You guys are tough. You were wounded. You're here. But, and then it gets to the third person. I'm a mom and we're here to show that the moms. Get, okay. <laughs> Okie doke. I love that you guys are all here for your personal reasons, but this is a race. <laughs> I want you to, this is what it should be. Why are you here? Oh, I'm here to win the race. I'm in a <laughs> race. I have a team. We've worked hard. Lots of money. I'm here to win a every single fucking team. Besides the New Zealand, I want, you know, they're there to fucking win. Yeah. No wonder they're probably going to win every yeah. single thing. And there was actually this team, this Indian twin sisters. They were badass. They were like, we're to fucking win. One of the sisters even said, <laughs> one of the sisters, I guess they, they, they announced that her, her twin sister was the captain. Oh. The other sisters all, I don't even know why she's the captain. I should be the captain of this team. I'm like, yes, there we that's go. my team right there. You guys, Olympics, here's the deal. We've got an Olympic skier and why are you here? It's not to fight anything. It's not to show anything, a light on any. You're here to win a gold medal. Show up to win the race. I don't need any more side stories. My heart can't go out anymore. So I'm searching for shit, Duddy, and I'm finding shit, unfortunately. Yes. So Netflix ain't got shit left. Although I did watch, uh, I think it was called uh, Murder, Inc. or something. It was called like New York versus the Mob on Netflix. Great series. Three-part okay, so series. That. So they got that. But other than that, they ain't got shit. World's Toughest Race, guess what? I'm going to tell you this right now. I've watched two episodes of this, and I'll finish it. I'll finish it. All of the teams that are there for some other fucking reason, they're all going to get their ass kicked and drop out. If you're not there to win the race, your head's not in the game, an MMA fighter, right? Oh, yeah. What are you going in there for? I hope to knock the shit out of the other guy. Because if it's there to raise awareness about fucking kittens without ears, it's over, dude. You you got <laughs> killers in there, dude. Okay. Oh, boy. World's toughest race. How do you, wow, Jake. <laughs> Anything um, else? No, no, no. I mean, fit, Duddy, are you feeling good? I'm feeling this good. This is a feel-good episode. Now let's get into everybody's new favorite thing, guys. You guys know all about it. 
I got a surf van and I realized that local radio still exists because every time I turn on my van, the radio pops on. I have it tuned to K-Rock, our local alternative station here in Southern California, which I got to say is the best station ever. Okay. I'm going to make fun of them right now, but know that they are the best station, dude. They've played my shitty band and our shitty songs. We, they paid like not, I listened back and I'm like, that was like a, not, it was like an okay song that my band thought was dumb. They played it for us. They gave us a try. Um, they <laughs> broke the dirty heads. So forever grateful to K-Rock. They're yes. number one. And um, also, uh, when you hold up the number one, that's your finger pointed up. And then we're going to point that number one finger at K-Rock and start laughing. Because this is the local radio review. Yes. My favorite thing to do now is when I turn on the car. Everyone's been doing it across the country, right? I started Red Hot 182. You turn on your local alternative station, you will hear Red Hot Chili Peppers or Blink 182. Yes. People have been sending us pictures and videos of them doing this, hearing this, and it's awesome. It works. It's great. <laughs> okay. Now my new favorite thing is the DJs. You've got the morning show. The morning show is now Stryker and Klein. It used to be Kevin and Bean. Everybody remembered Kevin and Bean. They were great. Stryker and Klein. They're not horrible. Okay. They're trying, but this is local radio. They can't really do anything funny so they can almost approach the line of being like what Duddy and I are fucking super really nice and great but they can't go that far because they'll get in trouble they can't be this great so <laughs> this was I listened to their morning show the other day and I think they were lying they literally did this we're gonna call in we put up some sign spinners out on the local corners of our local we're gonna call one of our sign spinners right now and oh, see how it's going out there yes daddy yeah no yeah, yeah yeah they did and they call him up and it's one of those local things they've always got some lackey like like for us yes. it would be we'd send luke out our lackey yeah. no i'm just kidding guys we love luke but he would be the guy and we'd name him something dumb right Booger, we're sending Booger out to the corner yeah. of the like, He's gonna be like, so make sure you honk when you go by, guy. So that's what's going on over there. And they call in their sign spinner, and they're like, "How's it going out there?" And he's like, "Yeah, guys, it's fucking going great out here. I'm on the corner of fucking who cares and who gives a shit." And I'm spinning the sign, and they're like, "Oh, really, really? How's it? How's it? Have you been getting any honks?" Yeah, man, it's been a great response. And I'm sitting here driving, and I'm going. First of all, this is all a who cares. And, and then secondly, what's the fantasy? First of all, do you love your morning show? Anybody like if you saw a feeling good with Duddy sign? Sure. You'd honk. You'd pull over. You'd show your tits or dick. Oh, whatever you guys do. You know, you're all weird. So you would do it and we would love it. But for K-Rock, what do you would you ever just turn the corner and go fucking K-Rock morning show? Gang, gang, gang. I love you guys. I just don't well, it's see not even that. them, though. It's just a, like a striker incline. But they're not out there. No, no, it's just it's a just guy like on the corner. It's just intern dude out there, right? Like swinging a sign, bro, I and, guess. And, like, and they're just trying to get people to honk at him? I don't know the fantasy. Yeah, because it... Or do you think that people are going to see the sign guy and then go, oh, I should try that and then tune in? First of all, it could cause a car crash. All of those signs should be illegal. Secondly, I just don't know what that fantasy thing is. And then it's a big who cares. Well... It, and I always love these kind of ideas because you know there was a brainstorm meeting. Yes. And we need ideas. We need something. And then someone said, we should put a guy out on the corner with a sign and we should try and get people to honk at him. Yes. And then other people were like, fuck yeah. This is saying you're not funny. They're going, <laughs> what you guys are doing isn't that funny. So we're going to come up with stunts and things. Look, this there's this is this is this is this whole thing that we're making fun of right now, which I love, 
This is like an old Opie and Anthony thing. This was an old radio show from 15 years ago. They did a yeah. thing called Jocktober where they just riddled local morning radio shows. <laughs> and I love Jocktober and it made me laugh so fucking hard. And then when I started listening to this local radio show, I have to admit, you guys, Stryker and Klein is not that bad. Like yeah. they absolutely try to be funny. Klein is the guy that pushes the envelope. Yeah. On Opie and Anthony, they always had, they would, they would always find a, a hole. They would call it a, a hole. Okay. Yeah. This is going to get sexist, but this is not our view. This was Opie and Anthony's view. Whenever they'd find a radio show with a with a girl host, it was always in the Midwest. They'd find some yeah. hokey town. And this is always what it would be. The guy would always, you know, say something dumb like, oh, I, 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 you know, she's a beautiful girl. That, And then the, the female person would always go, oh, hold on there. Yeah. It's not about the looks. And yeah. they would go, oh, the hole. Yeah. The guy's trying to go be funny and they put a hole in there with him. So you guys get it, right? The guy is supposed to be edgy and say dick yeah. jokes, and the girl is supposed to go, hold on now, That's calm it down, right? Yeah. And it's not fair, because girls no. are nasty as we are, dude. And so that was <laughs> we'll all... We'll get into that later we'll on We'll get into the that later. Oh, yes, we will. Nice <laughs> foreshadowing, Duddy. So this is what's going on on K-Rock. It's a minor deal. So Klein's the guy who kind of pushes the envelope, yeah. and then Stryker will go, oh, hold on there, bam, and then send it to commercial. Yeah. It's hilarious, guys. Yeah. I'm listening to it, and I'm going, oh, they're, they're trying their best, but... God, it's impossible to be funny on local radio. And then it brings me to my new favorite thing, the DJ voices. Because you've got the morning radio show voice, right? There's there's a million guys across the country that have this voice right here, and they'll do this. is a lot of sports voices, right? Oh, the angels every, are sport up. Voice. every sport guy has to talk like this. Every newscaster woman gets all up in the nose, and we're here live at the, you know, it's always the same thing. Radio guy, you got the guy that's going to say, hey, man, I'm the rock and roll radio guy, and I got this one. You know, there's that guy. <laughs> And then, you, you know, you've got the conservative talk show guy who's going to have his voice right in here like this. And have you seen what the Republicans are? You know, all that shit, dude. They all have it, right? So K-Rock, I'm realizing alternative radio has its own things. It's a, it's a, we're fucking chill. Oh, we're just, Cat um, Corbett, the local, <laughs> the local radio girl. Now, Cat Corbett's been in radio forever. If you guys look her up online, she's very famous. She's been in radio forever. And I'm sure she's rad, dude. I don't she know much is. about her. Do you she's have great. Duddy? She's, she's fucking, great. I'm sure she's rad. But dude, I'm, I don't listen to radio a lot. And, and dude, Duddy and I, we talk in our regular voice. And honestly, Stryker and Klein, so do they. There's no yeah. fake voices there. They're, they're, they're doing it. I don't know if Cat Corbett's faking it, but this chat, Cat Corbett's new. I started noticing every time Cat Corbett's on the radio and I... I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? So she has a Mercedes-Benz commercial that is playing on K-Rock, and I oh. swear to God. She's all, Mercedes-Benz. I was like, get down here, Mercedes-Benz dealer. She has a line where she goes like this. She goes, it's never been more It's never been more important right now to have the freedom of a, of a car. To She like pauses. She goes, to get out there and drive and just experience the way I'm like, Oh, <laughs> so I'm realizing there's an alternative radio, like oh, you guys. And then I heard Nicole Alvarez, another local chick. She's kind of the cool chick. She's a little younger, but she's, Oh my God. The killers, daddy. Oh, the kid. She's all the, I guess the killers have a new album. So they're pumping the old killers until they can pump the new killers. Oh. So she's like, you know, the killers have a new album coming out and it's coming out next week, guys. But, until then, let's scream to the rooftops. I'm not a soldier. And then it's, yeah, God, soul. And I'm like, oh, for fuck, Lord's sakes. I'm just like, oh, the local oh. DJ. They have no choice in the songs they're playing anymore. They're no. playing the same five bands yeah. and these affected voices. It is a comedy. I, I, I almost don't want to listen to anything but 
local radio now because it's hilarious, right? Yeah. It's it's well, hilarity on ice, my friend. And it's just got to be weird times around radio stations because it's just everyone is just streaming, and it's like the numbers have to just be dropping at all times and we're in cancel culture so yes. if you say a you, single so mistake touchy. of a thing it's you all slip. your sponsors are gone so they can't be as funny or as no. edgy and you it's like people anything. are fucking stations are getting shut down left oh and right djs are getting laid off left left and right so there's it's no just, live concerts for them to give no tickets live away. concerts for bands to be like you know pumping up they, they they're not getting to do their I'm sure every radio station probably has four to five like annual shows they do oh, every the year. Rose. That's Acoustic how they make Christmas. their money. That's the K-Rock so it's like, man, I, it's got to be rough times around radio stations right now, man. It's got to be rough. But I would love to know because now I want to hear all the like alternative stations across the country and the hip hop stations. You've got the hip hop station. What's, oh. what's up? What's up? What's up, fam? Fam, fam, fam. Yes, yes, Ortiz. What's up? Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 She'll talk normal this whole time. Okay, that was Jessica. And then she gets like oh, the full dude. fucking You accent. all have the local uh, laugh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, dude. Goodness. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, I God. love it, dude. You have to do it, dude. But I So I want to hear all the hip-hop stations and all the alternative stations across the country. And I want to make sure. Is there another Cat Corbett? Is there a chicken For fucking sure. New Jersey who's out there just oh, I, dude. I, tuning into New, New no, Jersey? No, so, I mean, I listen to... Uh, serious radio a lot mm -hmm. um and there and i listen to one station it's called like classic vinyls or something oh that sounds like what's uh, the voice it's the jack and she's oh, like oh yeah guys. that one was you know when i asked song was by the who that reminds me of a st it's the same voice you just did you know and it's just like and her name is something perfect too i forget but something like oh, rocking sandy, rock sandy. reader or something oh dude rock and reader dude. Oh. something or other and she, oh man the and radio one time she was talking and I was listening and she was like, oh yeah, and I actually got out of bed today and I put on a nice, I put on my leopard slip and I actually did my hair today. This was like after it's been quarantined for a bit. And then she's like, and if you want to see what I'm looking like, you can go to my Instagram page and you can, and I was just like, what? Fucking leopard slip. Oh, I can't. Dude. Curlers Good in the stuff. hair, cigarette yeah. hanging out of the mouth. Uh, I'm so tired. Um, oh yeah. my god, I love but it. We're talking now it. about you know tough times for radio. Yep. Let's go back to a time when radio was just killing it with this week's conspiracy query. Oh, Jack. Duddy, what a segue, bud. Let's Wee! get into it, dude. Are we feeling good out there? Everyone's feeling great. Listeners, they all said that's unanimous. They're feeling great. Duddy, you got a query for us, and this one is in the world of rock. This one's in the world of rock and television, and I got to be honest, I didn't know much about this guy till. So we came in here today and and we were looking for the query and and I think Luke brought it to the table and and then Jake was like, "Oh yeah." Luke sent guy. us this query a few days ago and I was like, "Fucking absolutely yes, we're doing this cuz this is hilarious." And Duddy goes, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Literally, yeah. we presented it to Duddy, he's all, "I don't know this guy." And then we showed him the guy and he's all, "Yeah, dude, we're doing this we're one." We're doing this. So this is uh this is, uh, and this is, you guys, remember, these are conspiracy queries. Oh, yeah, let them know what this is, because they don't these know. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy query. So I'm you made this you, up, Doug. I did not make you this up. You did not. I simply heard it from you. <laughs> you but, but you believe it? You co-signed this happened in your mind? I'm not saying you that. You don't know that. Okay. I'm just asking. This is a query. I'm asking you, do you believe in conspiracy queries? Okay. So well, this fair conspiracy enough. query is... 
that the wild theory that Andrew WK doesn't actually exist. Andrew WK, for those who don't know Andrew WK, he had one big hit single, Party Hard. Party Hard, let's get a party going in 2001. I, I liked the song. It is a cool song. Duddy was like, never heard of it. And then we showed him the song. He's like, okay. And then we showed him the conspiracy query. And then we showed him some other things. Let's all go through this, Duddy. So let him know. Okay. Andrew WK. So Andrew WK. He had a big uh, hit single. He had a big hit single. Um, Dave, uh, he had, well, he had, in 2001, he had a big hit single. He had his own show on uh or on uh, MTV, that was your friend Andrew WK. That was the name of the show. So he had his own show on MTV. He had so the early two thousands were great for him. Uh, well, and Dave Grohl is the one that helped break him, right? So he's got like celebrity backing. Mm-hmm. He's doing he's doing great. He's got. Uh, that that song, that party hard song, that was like a number one hit for a bit. I don't know if it we was a number one hit, but facts. it was a banger. We did get some facts. We, it is actually the. Go ahead and tell him, Duddy. I mean, you guys should all know Andrew WK, and this is why, Duddy. It's the 89th best hard rock song of all time. <laughs> Number 89, dude. Coming you guys, in top hot. hund. Top hund. Andrew WK. Um, party hard. He has a big hit song in 2001. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and just go out on a limb and say this because I just heard the song today, really for the first time. I don't know. I maybe have heard the song before. Um, I'm sure I could find 90 songs that are better than this one. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> dude, dude, tell the people the theory because they're just they're on their tail. We, okay, we so are over explainers. Everyone there, always yes. fucking yells at us for that. There's Fuck a theory that it it was regular regular Andrew WK all the way up until 2005. And then from 2005 on, it's a completely different man living as Andrew WK. Yes. And here's here's something too uh, that'll make you even go, huh? Because I found this out while I was looking through this, and I said, "Well, when did his show on MTV start?" Well, it lasted one season, and that season was 2004. Wow! And then it ended. Why? I, they don't say, but maybe because it's a different fucking guy. The and the pictures from him post 2005. All look like he's younger. It's looking very than different. he was pre two thousand five. So we're getting all we're getting all of our information, and the pictures that we're looking at are on what is this? This is tonedef.thebrag.com. That's where we're looking at right now. So if you guys want to see the exact photos that Duddy and I are looking at, there's a nice collage of him before and after two thousand five. And although it does look very similar, he kind of does look younger after two thousand five. Now. Yeah. He was like a dirty guy. He had like a dirty hair and dirty. So he looks a lot cleaner after 2005. He could have just cleaned his look up, shaved, but also his music changed a bit. Yes, he it went was from hard rock. And then it was like piano, piano music. contemporary crap almost like. Uh, so a lot of people are saying he's involved with the Illuminati. Look, here's the thing. Here's the reason Duddy and I love this. Yeah, because who cares? Who does Who care? kind of, why should we even care anymore about Andrew WK? But we're talking about him right now. And he hasn't had a hit song since 2001. He had one hit song. Yes. He had another song that was like on the theme song for American Pie or some shit. Am I right, Luke, about that? American Pie, the and, first one. And then he was on a show. The uh, what? He had, a, he had he a also sh- had a show on Cartoon a Network. Show on, so he was a banger for a bit. 
And then, and now the conspiracy is out there that ever since 2005 is a completely different man living in his life. And and uh, one of the cool elements is is they're saying Dave Grohl is is kind of behind the the push yes. that he's still him. Duddy and I watched a Larry King interview. Was it from when was that Larry King interview from? 2015. He ten on, years after. Ten the years after, and and this is what made Duddy and I really interested because Larry King was like, well, what? He's like, why do people think that you're not you? And he kept, he wouldn't even answer. No, he, He's the, very weird. He said, Larry King says, well, why wouldn't your father just like come out and be like, no, this is my son. This is the same guy. Yeah. I, this is my son. Like, why don't you have but, your parents? And he said, well, it's probably because he's in the bathroom right now and he wouldn't answer my call. Yeah. Like, that, that was, that like was his, his type answer. of answers. And then my my best part is, you know, so obviously what we think, Daddy, this guy's a genius in my mind. I'm yeah. understanding it now. He is perpetuating this rumor on his own because he keeps bringing it yeah, up. It's the only thing keeping him still around. He had one song that was ranked number 89, on the, which is dope. Believe me. Yeah. That's dope. But Duddy says he could easily find 90 better. Number 89, one song 20 years ago. The dude is still relevant right now because he's perpetuating a rumor. You know that there was also the rumor. Remember, we've talked about it on this show where um, where Paul McCartney was not Paul McCartney yes. anymore. At a certain point in his career, they switched so McCartney's. Paul McCartney died. They put a different McCartney in. Yeah. Maybe he was just, I don't know, but, but I love again, it. You're right. You're right. You're. It's like, fucking who cares I, he was a never a cares he was i don't i don't think anyone care <laughs> i can't believe anyone cares but i kind of care i well, love am I an it. idiot i'm a I piece love of it. shit i'm gonna look more into this i don't know but i do know i want to know if you believe that Andrew wk is a different guy after 2005 than he was before 2005 wow and do that one more time daddy but ask do you care do if, you care if that's Andrew WK is the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Now do that again, Daddy. Do you no. want? No, I'm okay, no. fine. <laughs> no. Oh but my yeah, God! So, so there it is. Look into one. it, everyone. Look into that. Let us know what you think because because we don't know. I do know I don't care, but I also do know that it's fun to think about and. Also, who cares? Watch the Larry King interview, you guys. Go just type it in. Larry King, Andrew WK is a different person. It, it's just a fun little three-minute watch because he's so weird that it makes you want to be interested. There it is. Yeah. Conspiracy query, Duddy B. Have you ever felt better on an episode of Feeling Good with Duddy? That's I haven't felt better ever in my life. In life. And listeners, they all of them said the same thing. Yeah, we all feel great. This is the great episode. This is the best. You're all going to share it. You're all going to tell your friends. You're all going to give us reviews, whether you listen on iTunes or Spotify. You're going to give us reviews. And by the way, Duddy showed me today. We had 75 reviews, I believe, last week. And Duddy said, hey, give us reviews. And we have like 93? How many? Well, I think just 90. But they're going up. They're going and up. You so don't thank know, you for those uh, yeah. reviews, guys. For those of you who haven't heard or don't know, we did. We lost our server. We had to start all back over from scratch. So uh, we're we climbing back up there. We had and something reviews. We lost them all. We lost all of our reviews. We lost everything. So we had to recently start back over. If you are listening to the show, if you, if you do like it, whatever you're listening on right now, just give us a quick little review. Just just tap the stars or whatever, and uh, it does help the show a lot get noticed. It helps us keep going. So big time, and write it. us a message if you want. Yeah. Okay, that's just a quick little thing. That was just that was quick, and that was just a little thing. 
But Duddy, you wanted to keep it in the song as sphere, right? This is beautiful. We set this up because we just talked about Andrew WK. Yep. He had a big hit song. Yep. And we've got someone else who's got a big hit song. Oh, who is it? So pop up all the things that we need because here it comes. It's your favorite segment. Luke, hit the fucking drop. This song suckity. Oh, we're back, everybody. We are back. We're back. Movies are back. Okay, whatever. <laughs> we're here. It's a This Song Sucks. Now, listen, I don't even think this song's the worst song ever, whatever. This song sucks, but it's, it's a big, it's pretty bad, though. It's pretty bad. It's a big banger, and we're about to dissect it. It is WAP. It is wet ass. Mom and dad, plug your ears. It's not our fault. We didn't write the song. Wet ass. Pussy is the name of the song by Cardi B. And what's her homegirl that's on here with her? Megan, Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Fr Frank's. Oh, it's Cardi B, Frank's. Frank, Frank Sky. Frank Sky and Megan or, the Stallion. Ski, Mink. Dude, a lot of people taking Frank credit Ski. for this one. Everybody knows the song. It's the wet ass pussy song. Oh, the world is divided between people saying this is horrifying for women or people saying this is the best thing that's ever happened for women ever. And then, and you know, so we don't care, daddy. We don't care. It's a song. We don't care. If the song had lyrics that didn't say wet ass pussy, it would literally be a throwaway song. It would just be like, uh, it's one that no one cared about on the album. But since it's all about dripping wet, uh, you know, P's. We'll say P. I don't want to say pussy 75,000 no, times. No, no, I don't no. want to. So no, no. WAP is how we'll just say it from now. The song is all about the singers, which is Cardi B and Megan uh, the, Stall the Stallion. It's all about their dripping, you know, WAPs. Okay? Great. I don't care. That's not what I do on This Song Sucks. I simply look at the lyrics. I dissect them. I find the truth. Non-biased. If you love the song, you're the best. If you hate the song, you're the best. Everyone wins, right? Let's get into it. Are they whores? Sure. The song says it the very first line. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. The first this is what the this is how the song starts out. Whores in this house, there's some whores in this house, there's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. So they're in a house filled with whores. I love it. Whorehouse. Awesome. <laughs> it's the oldest profession known to man. Brothel. It's, it's a brothel, brothel, dude. So I respect it. I love it. Good for you. Here's where I start breaking down the song. <laughs> okay. Opening line. I said certified freak seven days a week. All right. I love it because I'm a barber, Duddy. Yeah. I'm a certified barber. Certified barber. I went to school. I yeah. got a license. Yep. It lets you know that I know how to cut hair. Yeah. Not only do I know how to cut hair, I've done the proper training. I've done the proper training, the, the ethics, the cleanliness of it all, the sanitation. I'm certified. I would much rather be with a certified freak than some hood rat ass freak who could have... God knows what type of diseases. She's a certified freak. I'm assuming she has regular testing. She probably absolutely uses condoms. She's a certified freak. Like, yes. If I cut hair, I'm using all the safety measures. I assume Cardi is too. So right out the gates, I love it. She's letting you know. Certified freak, 
seven days, days a week. week. She works hard, dude. How does she No get, days off. How does she have time for make all these great songs? Dripping wet, dude. Certified freak, seven days a week. She's the best. Cardi, I love you. And What's I the do, next line? What's the next line? And I do line? like Cardi a lot, by the way. That's what we're... Yeah. I, I kind of think she's hot. Dude. Yeah. She's weird as fuck, and, and she's hot. And I think Cardi would like me. Yeah, I do too. I think if Cardi and I, I met, too. we'd probably be together. Like, she'd be like, I really... You know, she'd be great. And if she hears this, she'll be like, I like this guy. I like you too. You're certified. I love it. All right. Certified freak, seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Sorry, mom and dad. Wet ass pussy. Make that pull-out game weak. I know what she's talking about. Yeah. The pull-out method. It's, you're it's not, so good that you won't even pull out. Right. And it's like, okay, so it's a song. She's taking liberties. I know she's a certified freak. You yes. don't need to pull out if you're using a condom. So we're already getting off wishy-washy on line two, but I, I like it. But here's the thing. I do, I do push back on that. I would think that a dry AP would make the pullout game a little weaker, harder oh, yeah, to way do. Harder. Dripping wet, yeah. slide right out, assisting the pullout game. So <laughs> she's certified. I can't take that away from her, but I don't know that she studied hard because I would think the wetness would create an easier pullout game. She should be using a condom anyway. I might report her to the board of health. I just don't know if I want to take away her certification yet. I'm still on board. <laughs> she's a certified freak. I love it. She's got a WAP. All right, make that pullout game weak. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You, f <laughs> she's letting you know you fucking with some WAP. Give me everything you got this WAP, all the stuff. All right, beat it up, catch it, charge it. She's telling you what to do, and I'll, and I do like this too because we're in the Me Too era. Yes, a lot of guys. Guys out there, first of all, be super careful. Don't just go touching anything without no. totally asking. And this yes. is a letter that's saying, we're good. She's saying, put it in there. It's wet. Do Come it on all. in. Park the car. Park the Big in Mac the, in the garage. Park the Big Mac in the garage, I believe she says. And, yes. and it does show a Big Mac get gobbled up in the video, I want to say. Um, so I like it. She's certified. She's putting it out there in writing. Um, it's on. We're good here. There will shall be no me too. So I love everything about this. I... I, I Here's where I'm going to blow everyone's mind with the wet. Duddy, do you have any thoughts on the song thus far? I got to be honest. Uh, this song just blows my mind. This is another one, you guys. Duddy had not heard this song. I heard so much about until it. this morning. I heard so much about it. And a lot of it where I was here, I was out camping and stuff. And I was just like, oh, God, I don't give a shit. And then I heard the song this morning and I was like, oh, yeah, it's exactly what I thought. It's fucking it's Terrible. one of those songs. Look, we're, <laughs> we're in a time in the world where if you just say something horrifying and gnarly, you shall get oh news God. on both sides and you, so, and you shall you win. You know what? You know what? She put out a song called Wet Ass Pussy, mm -hmm. and I guarantee there's people out there going, she's so strong and brave for this. No, that's exactly what's happening. So half the country, it's the bravest, greatest thing of, of all yeah. time. And the other half of the country, oh, you know, she's a piece of shit and what's totally. happening to our society. Both of them are wrong. It's a song. It's a fucking song. It's a who cares. It's a song, but cool, and they're both wrong. So anyway, so it's just a song. And here's another thing, too. Those are your thoughts, Daddy. You're good because I'm gonna I'm gonna get into like I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna like start said, to blow some minds. Because yeah, blow the minds because okay. I I didn't know much about the song till today when I okay. came in and read the lyrics. Went holy crap! I could really go bad. through all the rest of the lyrics. You all get it. It's just a lot of different takes on how wet her pee is and how big the things that can go into the pee. And what she might do when when on the P and the D and everything's wet. 
you got it, dude. It's very straightforward. <laughs> it's a very straightforward song. Yeah. It's just the same beat the whole time. Not much changes. Yeah. They say gross shit it's out saying, the back door. I don't really have to do much. I don't. I'm not gonna try to be yes. nice to you. I'm not gonna do anything around the house. I'm not no, gonna no, help. No. I don't give a shit. Just bang my wet ass pussy. Right, and I That's shouldn't it. have to because uh, have you seen the drip? Because of my pussy, I'm not gonna do and shit. And fair enough, dude. She's putting it out there. If you come into that, it's on you. So yeah. I'm with Cardi on this. Yeah. She, I. I will never say a bad thing about her. No, I no. actually, I have actually her first an album that she put out. She like, fucking I, kills I, it. I liked dude. it. I listened to it a bunch. It's a, it was a good album. So I know that this is called "This Song Sucks," and I know that I'm not saying the song sucks because it it's just a song. Hot take. It's just a song. Everyone else shall cry. Not here on feeling good with Duddy. It's all about feeling good. But I will blow your minds now. Okay. Just because the P is W, does not mean that it's good because she doesn't say anything about the size. So it the P could be so W'd out that it's just splashing on the floor, but it could be as big as a house, meaning who cares, right? I could do a song called My Hard Ass D, but if it's a one inch D, you see, so, okay? So everyone's like, oh yeah, that means it's so good. Well, no, it means it's wet, but it could also be huge. So keep that in mind when listening to the song. That's all I'm saying. I wanna ruin the song for you, but now I'm gonna blow your mind because every single one of you are wrong about what you think this song is about. You all think that she's talking about her vagina. Right? Everybody listening? Answer this. I'm going to ask you. Do you think she's singing about her vagina? Quickly, yes. I know you all wanted to pause and go, well, wait a minute. What's he proposing? Let me, shall I read? I got it. Don't, don't think. Don't hurt your pretty little brains. I've done the math. Okay. It took me a few listens to figure this out. She's talking about anal sex. She's talking about her ass pussy. Her back pussy. Yes. And everyone thinks she's saying what? This is this goes to Duddy's theory. There's a guy named Hugo. Oh, no. Every single time you hand him something and you go, here you go. He will never know if you said, here you go or here Hugo. Hugo. He will never get to know that. No. Is she saying my wet ass pussy or is she saying my wet ass pussy? <laughs> She's calling her butthole an ass pussy and no one in America has brought this up. I'm the first one. I'm the only one. I'm the best one. Share this with everyone because I, I did it. Okay. And when Cardi hears, she's going to go. He, that he figured motherfucker. It, out. it is an anal sex anthem. There it is. Oh, wet man. ass. It's an it's it. Take away wet. Oh. My ass pussy. It's an ass oh. pussy. It's an anal sex anthem. Duddy, any closing statements? I mean, is she Mormon? And this is like a way that you can get past the whole like pre-marriage, you know, sex thing? Oh, no. A lot of people don't know that about Cardi B. Never had sex. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone's calling her, her a whore. Well, that's, slut. you know, I hear that's a big thing no. in the Mormon community is like anal because it's not really breaking the law. Yes, and we don't want to say that all the Mormons do this, but all of the oh. Mormons do side sex things. And they so think they're tricking the Mormon. Lord is this what is they think. This is a Mormon think. song. This, I, I think she's Mormon. And this is about her ass pussy, her, oh her my God. butthole. Yes. <laughs> so there it is. So everyone who thinks this song is bad, you're wrong. And everyone who thinks this song's the best, you're wrong. It's just a song and it's about anal sex. Hit the drop. 
suckety-doo. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm so glad we... I was just... You're welcome, everybody, because I know everyone's at home just going, I think I know what this is about, and they're taking their sides, and, you know, and nope, none of you had it right. Now, go listen back to the song again and feel and, and hear it anew. Oh, man. Do you feel good about that, Dud? Anytime someone, I think that someone's talking about vagina, and then I realize they're talking about ass, it makes me feel good. Oh, there it is. And sure, why wouldn't it? I don't know. So, gosh, our sponsors are so happy we said wait in with that. feeling good, we have some <laughs> sponsors on this podcast that make us feel great. And first and foremost, uh, Koi CBD. We love this product. I use this product every single day. And... Uh, they, they actually, I was just talking on the phone today with Austin over there at Koi CBD and he was telling me about a great new product they have. That what he's, is it? He's I sitting, want it. It's a, it's a roll, it's a roll on, it's the, it's a roll on CBD. It's got the menthol, like, uh, icy hot vibe going. Oh, all you ravers out there. 500 milligram CBD menthol roll on rub. He said that this thing works amazing. He said it's it's awesome because I tell him I use the bomb all the time. He's like, dude, this is even better. So I'm really excited about that. I, you don't even have to get your hands all oily. You don't oily. have to get your hands but, oily. Mean, then you're just getting CBD on your fingers. And yeah, and then your fingers not? feel great. And you just rip on the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. You put CBD on your hands, you rip a guitar. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and I, I take the drops every morning, whatever it is, if you're out there and you do have any sort of aches and pains uh, in your joints or whatever, and you're taking over-the-counter pain meds, please give CBD a try. Give Koi CBD a try, because it is the best, and it's a lot healthier for you, and I think you're just going to love, uh, what's up, Jake? Oh, no, no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I think you're, you're going to love the way it feels, and we've got a new code for you guys. I was going into that, and I was going to, this is what I was thinking, I was all duddy. Did you clear the question? I did. Okay, yes. We are good. We have a new code for you. And this code is feel good. Feel good. Here's what happened, guys. The code, our old Koi CBD code, basically got put every single spot on the entire internet. People from, you know, underground in the middle of the Arctic sun were putting, is that a thing? They were putting in <laughs> our code. It just had been shared so much that it was no longer exclusive or interesting or... We have a new code. There we got we go. a new code, and it, this code is feel good, and uh, it will get you fifteen percent off your first order okay. using this code. Feel good at checkout. That's right. Fifteen percent. Okay, so wait, yeah, at checkout, feel good. You're out the gates. Fifteen percent off. You put in code feel good at checkout. Bam. So it's a fresh new code. So all the people that got to use the other code for their first purchase. Now we got another one. Bam, so bam. when you go back, make sure you put in the new code, and you will get to save. Once 15%. again, you will. All right. And also another sponsor that we love on this show is uh, the Jack Rack. And this is from Plugins Keychains. Uh, what this is, is it's like a replica of a guitar amp. And they have Marshall ones, they have Fender ones. Um, it's really cool. A key holder. It's a key holder. You mount it on your wall. It's not all big and bulky. It actually looks really cool and nice. Uh, you mount it on your wall wherever you want. And, uh, you know, you put your, your keys, you attach it to this little keychain, which uh, is a quarter inch cable, the end of a quarter inch cable. And you plug it into your amp 
at the, whenever you come home, you throw, you plug your keys into your amp, and then when you're leaving, you know where they're at. You unplug it. It's really, really cool. It. I feel like dude, we always play to the viewers with this one, but yeah. we, it's a hard one to explain, right? It you is. can explain CBD. You rub it on, you fucking feel better. Yeah. You guys, key holders. Everyone's got them right next to your front door. You hang your key on it, okay? This one looks like a little mini guitar amp head. Your keychain becomes a guitar plug. You plug that damn thing you into the amp. You plug it in. You don't you, hang it on a hook. You no. literally plug it into it's the amp. It's fucking awesome. Like you're plugging in your guitar to a guitar amp. It's yep. awesome. And uh, honestly, I've had so many people come over to my house and just be like, holy shit, what is that? That thing's awesome. I've had one of these on my wall for two years. And then I met these guys and, and you know got a relationship with them. And, and now they're a, a sponsor of the podcast. It's crazy how things work. It's so funny. Yeah. I remember seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, everyone who goes to Duddy's house, that thing's amazing. Where'd you get that? Yes. And then you somehow meet the guy and yeah. they're a sponsor now. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, you guys, if you know anyone or yourself uh, that plays guitar or even just really likes, you know, music in general, you get them this for their birthday or Father's Day or Christmas or whatever it is, um, they're going to love it and you're going to be a hero. And uh, if you go to Jack, oh no, sorry, you go to pluginskeychains.com and plugins is with a Z. That's P L U G I N Z keychains.com. Uh, and you and you get the jack rack and you put in code Duddy B at checkout and you will get 20% off every order. That's right. You heard it here, people. <laughs> you heard it here, people. All right, dude. Yeah. We're out the back, dude. This we has are. been. I do want to say one more. You got too, more Jay. stuff? Just a quick one. Uh, over at CutlassBrand.com right now, we're doing a cool little bundle, and uh, it comes with a autographed mystery hat. I'm going to autograph all these hats that come in this bundle. I'll autograph it on the bottom nicely so I won't ruin the hat for you, but I'm going to sign these hats, and then they also come with a... Uh, we made new cutlass face masks, really cool. They're just a little hourglass on them. They're nice and clean. They're awesome. Um, and then it also comes with a limited edition cutlass uh what are they called those lapel pins or whatever like a little uh a little pin a little like uh you know the pins the collector's pins oh yes a fucking ceramic pin ceramic god pins, dang yeah. it there's and a then, word for yeah it. there's a word and I'm... uh and it, this one this pin's really cool it, it it's like a, gr a gray guitar pick and it's got the cutlass logo on it and then it also has my signature on it so you get the hat the signed hat you get the the collector's pin you get the face mask you can and it all comes together and i think it's like 35 bucks or something over at cutlassbrand.com right now Check it out. And why don't you, and we'll just do a quick plug on our Patreon. Of course, if it. you like our show, if you like what we do here on Feeling Good with Duddy, the best way you can support us is go on over to our Patreon page. It's $5 a month. It helps us, you know, get new people to help us make this show better. And what we do is we do a show every single Monday that only goes out to our Patreon listeners. So if you want a bonus show every single week, and it is a different show than this, we kind of have... We have unique storylines and stuff that we really only share on Patreon, and we do a lot of Q&A over there. Go on over to Patreon, search Feeling Good with Duddy, sign up, help us out, and we'll give you extra content. Thank you so much. All right, enough of us plugging enough of and us, plugging. We've plugged. But now actually, it's you know time. What? I mean, we are getting into the Q&A now. Oh, yeah, and guess so what? All of the up. questions yes. that we answer on these Q&As, they come from our Patreon members. So if you do want to ask me and Jake questions, have us answer them on the show, sign up for our Patreon. This is the time We'd to do to it. From you. So uh, play that Patreon, or I'm sorry, play that <laughs> questions drop. Questions. Ask us any question you want. We're back, Daddy. <laughs>
We played the questions oh. drop. Everyone's like, questions. Everyone's favorite drop. It's All right. a great drop. So, so let's get into it. Do we have a shitload right of questions, We've right? got some questions. Well, we had a shitload of questions, but we answered a lot of them on the Monday morning hangover on our that Patreon we did earlier, show, yes. and now we're going to answer the rest of them right now. Okey-doke. Um, this is a long-time listener, uh, not first-time caller. <coughs> uh, Sarah N. T-Bird says, oh, yes. we've got double hurricanes cranking out here on the, we- on the East Coast. And massive wildfires spreading on the West Coast. If you had to evacuate your homes, what irreplaceable stuff would you make sure to take with you? Oh, that's a good question. Fucking good question. We live in a tiny house and have had to evacuate multiple times. It's super weird looking around at your shit like, what can I live without and what should I save? That's a great question. I mean, I think the obvious, which I don't even, I think that just does. First, I'd... My... my, Well, obviously you're bringing your your wife and kids, but like my, my fucking pets... Boom. First thing I'm grabbing is my pets. Um, like everyone always says, photos. Yeah, I mean, now so it's many like photos so weird now. Yeah, all yeah. the fucking phone and they're all in your cloud. But, but look, if you've got some old ass ones, of course, all the of course shit. I guess let's pass all, yeah, the, of past course all the of course shit. What do you I, grab? Guitar. I grab a guitar. guitar. I yeah. grab for sure. I, I know there's one guitar that I would for sure grab. Um, and what is there anything in your house that you're like that? Thing is sentimental. I, I'm trying to think. I know. I'm your... trying to think. Man, it would have to be something small, I suppose. Because what do you? I gonna... got like a. I, I guess I have like a box that that's like have all my like kids like memorabilia shit from when they were really really young. Yep. I'd probably try and grab that. Um, I'd fucking grab my bong. Oh bro. my god, dude, my fucking bong. I have a pipe, you guys, that hits so fucking crisp. It's. And the chivy high that you get off the intake from the the, the like uh, carb is just unmatched, and the balance of this yeah. piece when it's in your hand is so chill. I would easily grab for that. I wouldn't really want to even like think about life without my favorite bong. I have this Keller spatula that I <laughs> I don't know. I don't God know. damn it! Good question. A good we question. Suck. I wish I had better answers for you. Feeling good. This is. A, do you feel good, Daddy? Okay. <laughs> Autumn Dawn. Wants to know what set of items could you buy that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable? I came up with lingerie, tampons, condoms, and peroxide. So gnarly. Yeah, that is gnarly. Uh, that's gross. I would bring. Uh, I would say a ski mask, duct tape, some rope, and a hatchet. Just dump <laughs> that on the table and just don't say a fucking word, oh, dude. I- I'd buy a, a razor blade mm-hmm. and uh and I'd buy a razor blade and I'd and I'd buy a goodbye I'd buy a goodbye like greeting card. <laughs> She'd be like, oh no. Oh no. Don't do oh, it. Oh my god. <laughs> there it is. Oh the, and then Heather Johnson underneath says pantyhose and apple, Vaseline, string, and tongs. I Ew. yeah, I'm starting to think about that. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So far, really great segment. Okay. I'm going to let you uh, ask two questions, Sarah. Sarah T-Bird's asked another one. She says, when you say you're doing a writing session with someone, what is the process behind that? That's actually a good question because we've talked about like, oh, I have writing sessions today here or whatever. And that just means, honestly, I'm just meeting up with somebody else that also writes music and just to kind of see what we can come up with together. Um, and 
I do them a lot of the times I'm doing writing sessions. It's with Jared and somebody else. But sometimes we'll do them separately. If I if I can't make it or he can't, he'll go off. It's real. It's really nice to to work with people that you haven't worked with before because you come up with things that you would not have come up with on your own. And, and it's it's great to just yeah. Sorry, I, I learn a lot from every session. And there's so mm-hmm. many songs that I've written. So many songs in these sessions that have never sessions that have never seen the light of day. But I probably learned something in that session that I used, you know, at another time. So, and a lot of times, Sarah, how it'll start is you'll come to a session, right? And so sometimes I'll be like, "Do you have anything? Do you have a little piece of anything you're totally. working on?" And Duddy might have like a course. I don't know. I've got this guitar riff, and and I, and I might sing this over it. I can't get past that. Okay, let me mess with that riff. And then all of a sudden, a different guy's playing with that riff, and he sends it into a different chord totally. progression. Duddy, yeah, yeah, I like that. And then yep. all of a sudden, this yep. avenue. Sometimes, just like anything, you hear people that get like writer's block, a writer. Yeah. I sit down at my keyboard, and I just can't start. Sometimes you can write like five seconds of a song, and you're like, I know that that riff and that five seconds is dope. I can't get anywhere with it. I've tried. Yeah. Someone else hears it, goes somewhere, and you go, yep, and then the whole thing fucking spills out Dude, like a waterfall. Totally. So I, I do that all the time, and that's funny you said that, because I, 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 I all the time will just write a little guitar riff. Yep. It won't be anything. It'll be a 10-second a little riff, but it's cool. And you can tell you, like, oh, that's, there's something, that's something cool right there, you know? And then, like, I'll just won't be able to really figure out what I want to do with it, and I'll go in a writing session, and I'll play that little riff, and instantly... Whoever, even if it's Jared or the guy we're riding with, we're like, oh my God, I got yep. a great idea for that. It's just like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you it's all a famous story, the Rolling Stones. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. They said they were on a bus and Keith Richards, right? Yeah. Whatever, he was leaning back and he was just fucking about on his guitar. Yeah. He was just dicking off, dude. And then there you go. Pretty big song. Not as big as party hard andrew wk yeah but a decent yeah. not a number 80 totally. fucking nine dude well not, that was uh we were not, it's not 89th best ever. I, mean, I mean uh it's probably way higher up on the yeah, chart than that please. but uh on this last album supermoon <clears throat> we were in the big main like uh, recording room and we were all just chatting it might even been like during like a lunch break or something and there was a piano there and i just walked up and just for fun i just started like just fucking noodling stupid on the piano and i played the bum 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 from our song tender boy on our last album i just played that little look didn't even mean to just kind of messing around and everyone just stopped and said dude what was that and i was like i don't know just fucking hitting some things we stopped everything we were doing and made an entire song off that stupid little lip yep you know and yeah. if everyone else wasn't in the room i probably wouldn't even have thought twice You'd about have it i moved it. on but the fact that everyone in the room was like dude what was that? It was like, okay, well, maybe there's something there. That's you know? an impromptu writing session yes. right there. Uh, Audrey Morris wants to know, do you and your spouses prank slash scare each other? Does the band Epic Stories? My boyfriend waited in a freezing car for about an hour. I was late to scare me, and he forgot to turn the light on uh, roof on your car off. And when he moved the handle, the light came on, and he was busted. Ha, ha, ha. We scare each other all the time and even team up to scare our guests when they visit. Fun times. Um, yeah, I mean, we are always trying to scare each other. That's my kid's favorite thing in the house is to hide behind a fucking wall when I'm coming around the corner and just blah. Yeah, I think you <laughs> talked about that a couple episodes back yeah. about them just fucking constantly trying to yeah. get you. Um, one thing I, I, me and my wife were doing with uh, for a while is in our last house we had our... Uh, 
our sink faucet was one of those where like on the back of it, there's like almost like you press in a little button and the water sprays out. Oh no, sorry. Uh, it's a faucet going in, but then there on the side, there was like another little faucet you can pull out and spray around. And that was facing straight out, but you had to press the button in on the back of that one for it to switch from the faucet going into the sink to the spray one. So I would all the time just put a little rubber band around that one. So yep. when she would turn the faucet on, it would just spray, spray the her. shit out of her. Well, that reminds me of a couple funny pranks. So good question, because yes. now you're reminding me, oh yeah, there are little pranks. Not so much my spouse. So yeah. we'll go out of that. I don't really prank her too much. But at the barber shop, this was a funny thing we used to do all the time. You know, obviously you spray everyone's hair in the barber yeah. shop on a mister, right? Every once in a while. Someone's in the bathroom, someone's out of the shop. You just turn that little spray oh, nozzle to yeah. dart. And then the next haircut, they grab the comb, they just, nyah, nyah, and then just a <laughs> laser beam goes into the guy's head. So that one's always hilarious. That's good. And then um, when I used to work in, a, in an office, I used to work at like a marketing firm in an office. And if you got up and went to the bathroom, a lot of the times, if anyone went to lunch or whatever, the rest of the dudes would uh, hop on your computer oh, real yeah. quick, put it on some porn site or put it on some gross fucking image oh, yeah. and then just let the screen die black. And then as soon as the guy comes back from lunch, he sits down, hits that space bar and oh, dicks are everywhere. Nothing yeah. better than changing your friend's like lock screen oh, to a the big best. old D. Oh, you know it. Oh yeah. Good times. Oh man. Um, Mark. Plante says, hey, Jake, can yep. you explain the difference between a barber and a hairstylist? Do you get pissed when people call you a hairstylist? No, I don't care about that shit. And I laugh. Like, I don't take myself too seriously. Like, I, I love being a barber and I'm, I'm, I'm good at what I do. Like, I want to be good and I love it. But I also, <laughs> when people are like, you're the artist. And I'm like, yeah, slow down. You know? Yeah. Anyone with a fucking two hands and a face can go get a barber license. So I'm not trying to act like I'm an artiste. But, and I, so I don't get mad if someone's like hairstylist, it's all the same, but, but here's the real deal. So hairstylist typically is you work in a salon, you're doing a lot of women's hair, you do coloring, you do all the fucking blow drying and all that other shit. That's typically hairstylist, you know, you're doing a lot more things as a yes. hairstylist. Barber, we specialize in the, the tighter, shorter, classic, timeless barber cuts. And then obviously you get the modern ones you want to design in the side of your head or there's always new different cuts coming out, undercuts and fades and like a bald skin fade or a real tight fade. You, if you go to a, a hair salon and you want someone to give you a super tight fade, you're probably going to get screwed. Yeah. They're used to doing longer hair, women's yes. hair. And, and if you ask a barber to give you a beautiful dye job and a women's cut, they might not be the best at it. Yeah. So there's where the real differences lie. Um, also, barbers are allowed to use a straight razor. You can straight razor shave people. You're in, at least in California, you are not allowed to use a, a razor if you're not a barber. If you're just a hairstylist, you cannot use a straight razor. Ah, that because you just weren't you didn't we weren't trained on it yeah. in school. And on on the same note, I believe that stylists can also do nails. I think uh, they might and and barbers cannot do nails. We yeah. don't have a license for that. So there's like weird little different things like that, but. If you're a barber and you know how to cut women's hair, you can absolutely go to a salon and do everything. And if you're a woman and you, if you're, or sorry, if you're a hairstylist and you, and you know how to do a dope fade, go to the barber shop. There's actually a lot of people in the barbering world right now that that used to be stylists, and now they want to just do the barber thing for whatever reason. They're like, I yeah. like the barber thing better, yeah. you know, and and they end up and they they're really dope barbers because they have all the techniques, including the fades. So yeah, those are the differences and. uh no, I don't care what you call me, man. Just uh, just call me. <laughs> Maybe. 
Jesse Z Rule says, what's the weirdest thing you've ever been bitten by? I've been bitten by a ladybug and a snail before. Bitten by a snail? You couldn't get out of the way? Ah, no! (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Like Austin Powers. Remember that? No! Just pissed off snail. Oh my god. Oh man. Um, I don't know. So this I didn't get bitten by, but I I I think I may have even told the story a while back on the show. But man, we were doing a show. It was like three eleven day out in the middle of the freaking jungle out in Florida somewhere, and uh, it was one of these where it was just bug city. And sometimes you're on stage and you're looking out in the crowd and you just see. There's like a thick layer of bugs just floating above the crowd, like a sea of bugs that just live a foot above the crowd and they are just feasting upon the crowd. And it was and this is in the middle of summer, a hot day in the middle of like a swampy, jungly place in Florida. So you can only imagine it was intense on the bug scene and I'm halfway through the set and I feel something land on my back, which feels like a bird. The size of a bird. No. Lands on my back and I could feel it starting to crawl no, up my neck. No, no, no. I feel it. Now it's like kind of good getting to where my hairline, like, so it's going like under my hair and I could feel it on my, and I look over to the side. Unacceptable, dude. I, dude, I look, and this was, this is what makes it way worse is I, I'm playing guitar now still on mid set and I look over <clears throat> side stage where Christian Brandemeyer and Cheese, who as our manager, you know, I look over and they're both looking at me and they're like ho- ho- doing one of those things where they're like holding each other going like, no, like, oh, no, no, no. So now no. I know whatever is on my back is terrifying, right? And I, at this point, I feel it going, it's going up my neck. It's big. I can feel like clawiest things climbing up higher and higher in my neck. I think at any moment, it's going to just like dip down into my shirt and start growing. And this thing was big and heavy. And your hair And my hair's under my, I'm just like, no, this is my worst nightmare ever. So now I'm going, I'm looking at them. I'm like, help me, help me. And they're going, no. And I'm like. Dude. So so next thing I know, Cheese comes out on stage and he's whipping me in the back with a towel. He won't even get near me. He's <laughs> he whipping no, him. he's whipping me in the back with a fucking towel on stage mid set. And then like finally the thing like just like flies away. That's the other thing. It fucking flies. And it flies away, and I'm just, like, so creeped out and grossed out. We finish the set, and then after the set, I go to Christian and Cheese. I'm like, dudes. What the fuck was that on my back? And they both said the same thing. They were both like, I do not know. All I know is that it was huge, jet black, and had wings. Ooh. The world's gnarliest, biggest fucking beetle, dude. Just something. They were like, dude, the thing was the size of a fucking bird. It was huge. It was a bug that was jet black and had wings, and it just landed on you. (laughs) <laughs> There's little things out here, and I don't know if this is a California thing. Daddy, you know what I'm talking about. They yeah. call them Chinese beetles. Oh, yeah. The, the, they're the like green. They're like fluorescent, shiny green. iridescent green they're and so, black, and they're, they're, they're little loud. vigilantes, dude. Yeah, they're yeah. loud. They're about... Well, they're I mean, blind, so they run into you. They're blind, dude. And bzz, it's like the most high-pitched, gnarly. You can hear these things from 30, 40 feet away coming, and you just start looking, oh, God, where are they? And they and they fly right into you. They'll dang, dang, they oh, yeah. bounce off you. Oh, yeah. They can't see anything. And do you remember when we were young and we were having a water balloon fight with like our neighbors? It was Jolene. Okay, Duddy and I had this next door yeah. neighbor named Jolene, and she had the. Th- 
thickest, blondest, oh, curliest, yeah. thickest hair. We were having a gnarly water balloon fight in front of our house with Jolene and all the girlfriends and us and all of our guy friends. Yeah. And we were beating up all the girls with the balloons. Just, just good old fashioned Good old fashioned fun. stuff. And I'll never forget, dude, one of those beetles. And it just right into Jolene's hair. Just goes zip. Dead silent, bro. And it just dug at 100 miles an hour into her hair. Oh, she's, yeah. Ah! I just remember in our front yard, she's whipping her hair. Her friends are pulling. This thing is in her hair now. It's stuck, stuck. in her hair. Oh, yeah. And these things are heavy yeah. and they're gnarly. Yeah. Eh. Dude, Jake, that happened to me oh. with, a, with a Chinese beetle. Uh, and the thing that's funny to me is it ran into my head. So I just started running. Because oh that's God. what I do when bugs fly me. I started running, and I thought that it was chasing me. But what I realized is that it was stuck in my hair. Oh. So it's flying. <laughs> it's like I have a kite now. Yep. It's stuck in my hair, and it's it's flying. I'm running, and yeah. Dude, those are the most horrifying. And I don't even think they bite or do anything harmful to you. They're just so sketchy, dude. Yeah. Ugh. No, they cannot, like they cannot harm things. you at all. Flying things no, my eyes. wife catches those in her hand, yep. holds them, pets like, these are so pretty, and then oh, she chases yeah. me around with them. I hate them. Literally, people would freeze these and then tie a string oh, to yeah. their foot and then let them thaw out and then Kite. walk around with them. Yeah. yeah, I've seen people do that with bees, too. Uh-huh. Horrifying. Uh, uh, Michael Yarno. Yarno. <laughs> Yarny wants to know, uh, when you guys started driving, did your parents give you a car to drive or did you have to buy your own? What was your first car? Uh, yeah, the first car I drove, my parents didn't give it to me. I just was driving my, like my dad had an, like an older crappy car that he used sometimes. It was like a shitty, like Volvo. We both remember bought that thing? first car. Yeah, we just, yeah. And then my first car, I actually was my car. I bought it and it was a 1966 Cadillac Sedan DeVille. And that thing was dope. Yeah. No, we bought our first cars. Yeah. I had a, mm. And I, I got in a gnarly car accident when I was younger. I've talked about it probably yeah. on the show. You can torn apart. And I got like a little bit of a settlement from that. Like I got some money from that and I bought myself a car. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Randy Cheeseman wants to know, uh, Duddy, what's your favorite meal to cook? Um, you know what? This is recently, this has become my favorite thing too. And which is super funny because I was never even a big fan of this meal. Um, <clears throat> I am a little more now as I'm getting older, but my kids absolutely love it. They love just spaghetti and meatballs. They fucking love it. So I've started making my own spaghetti sauce and my own meatballs, and I just make, I don't make my own noodles, but everything else is from scratch. I mean, I'm, I roast down the tomatoes to make the sauce. Like, nothing is canned, and I make a really fucking bomb spaghetti sauce. I've got it down. My wife tells me I should jar it, and I think she's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but I love making it. I'll spend four hours four or five hours making you have sauce. to right you gotta let yeah. it slow oh yeah and I, like i said dude, I, I i start from scratch just starts from tomatoes and i do that i make the whole thing starting from there and i take my time with it i usually either like have a show on or like you know sometimes i'll do it sunday and where i can just sit around for a few hours and i'll just put golf on and just watch golf and just slowly make my sauce and then that that night we'll just have damn now i want that yeah and i want that now too it sounds really good i'm very hungry hungry <laughs> holy shit i'm hungry Oh, man. Sarah Heckert says, what is the dumbest way you've been injured? My husband sprained his thumb opening a car door. Oh, that's Well, we've funny. talked about, like, the golf. I mean, that's not that's your not fault. Dumb, Both like, golf cart things were, were not, not my your fault. fault. Yeah. You were just passengers with the painful golf yeah, cart Yeah, I was thing. passengers with bad drivers. Um, dumbest uh, way? I mean, fuck, I don't even know. 
Oh, I'm trying to think of. I know. I'm trying to think of like a funny way I was injured. I don't know, but I'll oh, keep. Oh, you dropped the brick on your toe when we were babies. Oh, that I did was do that. Horrifying. I did do that. Yeah, I destroyed my my big toe. You tripped and fell into an ant hole when we when you were younger. We yep. did talk about yep. that. You were bitten covered, to shit by fun, ants. Covered head to toe in red ants. Oh, fell I fell all the way in. I had a a hula hoop thrown at me when we were playing tag and tripped and. My friends and I, Duddy, and I'm going to pee myself, so I'll quickly answer this, and I'll run pee. Duddy can read quick. I'll come back. We were playing tag. This is the first time I broke my arm, and my friend, uh, I was just, you know, he couldn't catch me, and he picked up a hula hoop, threw it at me, and it literally went around one of my arms and one of my legs and tripped me, and I <laughs> broke my arm. Oh, best hula hoop toss ever. Hula hoop. So I got to pee. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, Brandon... Alan wants to know, um, when you open for another band, are your sets shorter than if you're headlining? Yes. Generally, yes. The the headlining act usually has the longest set. And it usually goes, you know, longer and longer as the night goes. So the first band might get 30 minutes. Next band might get, you know, 40 to 45. Next band could get an hour. And then the headliner will do like an hour and a half. Unless it's a co-headlining show. And that is where, you know, what, how a co-headlining show usually works is that the bands are somewhat similar in size, but let's say, you know, you're doing 30 dates, but one band is, is bigger in 15 of the, you know, areas that the show are in, and the other band's bigger in that other 15, so you'll split the shows, and, and then you each would do the, the same set time. So, yeah, that's that. Um Kristen Beck wants to know, Duddy, when you're on stage, do you look at the faces in the crowd or do you pick a spot and focus on that so you can concentrate on playing and singing? And if you do look at the faces, do you recognize people that you may have met before? One of these days I will get to meet you at Red Rocks or any other place in Colorado you come to. Um, you know what? That's a funny question. Like um, Sometimes the shows are just so... There's so many people and maybe the way that like the lights are set up and, and how far away the crowd like actually is from the stage. Sometimes it's really hard to, to see people and to like, you know, make eye contact or whatever. But man, sometimes like the crowd is so visible. And here's the one thing I hate. Uh, I don't hate it. It's just one of those funny things. And I'm sure everybody's had this. I'll have this at a restaurant, but it's actually, it's extra weird when it's at a concert, but like I'll accidentally like make total eye contact with someone like front row or two or three rows back. I'll just make full eye contact where we both know like, oh yeah, yeah, we're eye contacted, me and you right now. And then the rest of the set, you just do that thing where you kind of look back over and then you, and they were looking right at you and you're just like, ah, ah, now we're contacting every five seconds and I can't stop eye contacting you. Oh, uh, you know that feeling. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, uh, it's so funny, but man. you can't. You're like, you can't are stop. They and still? Like, oh, they are he's still not looking at me. He's not going to look. I'm going to slip. A I'm going to. I'm going to slip a little look. I'm going to slip a little look. Oh my God, he saw me. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to act like I'm leaving, and then I'm like, oh, they're still looking. Yeah, Son of an dude, actual God bitch. damn it. And then you have to like almost act like you're looking at the person behind them, and you're like, I'm not. I'm looking at you. Uh, so that happens sometimes, and then uh, yeah. Oh, and then Liz Miller says under that, uh, we should have a code word for Patreon members at meet and greets. And Kristen Beck says, that's an awesome idea. Well, think of, think of that code word. Let us know what the code word should be. Yeah, you guys come up with that. That's your deal. Yeah. Uh, Ashley says, new to Patreon. Smashly, what's Good up? Good to have you, Ash. Good to have you. 
We'll see if it's good to have you after I read this question. That was the funniest one. There, we, uh, I'll never forget. There was this. <laughs> I love quick nicknames. Uh. <laughs> I love a quick ass nickname. First of all, let's get the same guy, Rico. Uh, uh, Duddy oh. and I both know Rico very well. He's an old friend of ours. This guy was very quick with nicknames. The oh, okay. first time he ever met John, John, John from the Dirty yeah. Heads. His last name's Elazabal. Oh yeah. And then Rico goes, oh, yeah, John, my balls are bald. First thing <laughs> he said, oh. and then I'll never forget when um, we met this chick named Ashley, and she was cute, and Rico's just all, what's up, Smashley? Yeah. And I was oh, like, oh, my dude. God. And then there was a girl that I used to know that she was super cool, and I worked with her at a surf shop. Her name was Jules. She had big boobs, and I immediately, it was my, one of my friends, oh, I, I immediately called her Duels. And, Duels. and that's what everyone <laughs> called her for the rest of her life, and she oh, loved it. So fuck. anyway, Duels. fun with name, Smashly. Smashly. My, it, you know what's funny, actually, is my wife has a really good friend named Ashley, and that's her nickname is Smashly, because she gets, like, smashed, I guess, you know. Uh, <laughs> Smashly. And then here's a couple other funny ones. I once knew a guy named Marty. Everyone called him Marty the Party. I thought oh, that was fucking great. hilarious. And then Rico also burned me. He met me, Jake Bushnell. And the first thing he said, Jake's Bush smells. Jake's I'm like, Bush awesome, smells. Yeah. thanks. Yeah, so yeah. another unflattering Rico thing. coined me uh, uh, Leo, uh, Leo Blanco, the white lion. See, that's way cooler than yeah. what I got. So yeah, thanks. <laughs> awesome. Ashley says, I'm new to Patreon. What is the first concert you bought tickets to and attended? Oh. We yeah, answered that. We've Myriad. answered this a shitload, but since you're Smash new, Ashley. Ashley we love you. Well, this is the last We'll give you new, this one. This is your, this then, is Ashley. Ashley. Everyone gets one chance. Every, next time you're banned. No, she's no, new. Banned, she doesn't know about how I mean we are yet. You. Yes, we're very mean. Uh, the first concert I ever attended was legendary, so I will let you know. The yes. opening act was Jodeci, uh-huh. followed by TLC. Ah, switch that around. No. Oh, yeah. I, TLC was first. They came no out way. on the little cars. Yes, they were. TLC Jod- wouldn't go before Jodeci. This TLC only had one song at this point in okay, time. Wow. Okay. Wow. I, I remember it. I'm, right. I'm a TLC. I'm almost two years Jodeci. older than you. My mind was more developed. Okay. Yes. And TLC has stopped developing then, though. So it's uh, yeah. sad. So um, fair enough. But sure. TLC, then Jodeci. It was an unimportant fact. I'm yes. sorry. I said then that. Boys to Men. Uh huh. And then this, the headliner was. MC Hammer himself. You got it, dude. Oh. And it was an amazing fucking concert. Um, let's see. Kelly G wants to know. This is, uh, by the way, this is, we after this question, there will be only one more. We're getting towards the end. so There shall be only one more. Top two childhood TV or music crushes. Elisa Milano is a given. Well, you can't tell me who my crush is. <laughs> it's not a given. It's not. Dude, Jeez. I had the... So, uh, oh God, oh God, what's her name, dude? The fucking Ghost Whisperer. What's her name, dude? Ghost Whisperer? Yeah. Oh, Buffy? The fucking- No, not Buffy. The, the chick, uh, she's got the three names. Sarah, no, not Sarah Michelle Gellar. That's Gellar. Buffy. Ah, she's got three names. She's known as, she never became like a movie star, but she's super hot. She was the Ghost Whisperer, Luke. Who's the ghost whisperer? Can you just type in Ghost Whisperer and her name will pop up? And, and this is as, from when we were younger? Oh yeah, she was in- before she was the ghost whisperer, she's always got the cleavage coming out. Okay. She doesn't dress super sexy other than that, but she's always got seven inches of cleavage going okay. on. Okay. And she's just kind of hot, dude. Jennifer, Jennifer Love, Love Hewitt. Hewitt. Jenny Love Hugh. Look, she yeah. did a few movies, but yeah. 
she when we were very young there was like a, a one or two season show i want to say that it was called like birds of paradise or something oh and i remember where like a that. kid from like indiana or something moves Ooh, out to, to like, like hawaii. hawaii and he's got the hot local girl and it was jennifer love hewitt and i thought she was the that was like my first crush like, and i'm like that shit. girl's beautiful that was my uh, first dude. one dude i think so my i dude this and i this wasn't even this was just the song that did it. i remember the first time i was just like oh damn that song anytime i was like around girls or whatever the song would come on and was like i think we're alone now oh dude tiffany debbie, is debbie. it tiffany or, or debbie gibson or debbie? that Ooh. might who, did, who does cheese manager manage? Was that Debbie Gibson or was no, it Tiffany? No, 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 Tiffany. That's an old song, by the way. That's a cover. That yeah, but but that, that song and that video and her, I was always like, ooh, damn. Yeah, Duddy and I, like, we were young little kids in the '80s, so we were like, you know, oh, Madonna was the hot. Yeah. Well, we were so young, you know, but that was like the hot yes. chicks and Debbie Gibson and well, Tiffany. Who, who I feel did, like that uh, was Debbie Gibson. Who did? I think we're alone now. There, Luke. So we can get that right. But that. Yeah. But you know, you know who else I had a crush on? Uh, what was it? Uh, Topanga from oh, from Tiffany. It was Daddy Tiffany. Tiffany I, I think was right. we're alone yeah, now Tiffany, from Topanga. Uh, Topanga was hot. from Boy Meets World. Oh, she was the Come hottest. On. Please, dude. Number one. Yeah, dude. So many. I don't know. You creep. Yeah. What else geez. you want to know? Jeez. Welcome to Patreon. Glad good. you wanted to know about my little boy. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. What a lurker. But hey, good question. Yeah. Um. This is the last question, guys. Hell yeah, dude. Wait! You didn't answer my question! There's no time! <laughs> Patrick and Christy Gilroy. Oh, no, you need to have two accounts. Oh, it's one <laughs> of these. Are you, you guys brother and sister, yeah, or no, are you no. married? How cute mm. are you with the dual? All right. <laughs> Each of you get uh, your own Patreon. Yeah, you yeah. selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I like getting away too, Daddy. I love Big Bear. Haven't been to Idlewild. What's good to do there besides just chill? Are there any Jeep trails in Idlewild? Okay, so I I'm not positive if there's any Jeep trails. I'm sure there are. Um, yeah, Idlewild's not a ski town. No, um, so you're not going to get any of that there. There is little lakes that you can do some boating or fish or fishing if you want to. Um, there's a lot of hiking. There's a lot. There's like a nature center, but what I really like about Idlewild is uh, the the little downtowny like town area. It feels like a mountain town, and it's never super crowded. And they've got a bunch of cool little restaurants that are all delicious. The people are freaking awesome. And from where I live, it's just like really easy for me to get there. So from my house up to I'll be I can be up at the cabin in like you know an hour and a half. Bam. So, I'm going there for my first time coming up. Are yeah. you guys going? Dude, I don't You're know. Not. Well, what we just realized is those days yes. is uh, is the first day back at school for my kids. Oh, yeah. So like, that we makes can't it have tough. them trying to zoom from the mountains. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. Weird. So me and Rachel, we're trying to figure well, it out. I'm going for my first time, yeah. though, coming up soon. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And to answer your question, if there are Jeep trails in Idlewild, Duddy says, I don't know. <laughs> that was fun. All right, I don't we're know, but feeling you know who will, will, who? Who, no, Google. Yeah, that's another thing, dude. That gets me. I've talked about this. Yeah, that Google it, dude. This will be my favorite. I've literally had this fucking question. I've I've been hit up in a DM 
And I've opened the DM and it'll be like, bro, I'm coming to your show in fucking Albuquerque and I'm taking the 319. Which way should, when I get off, which way should I turn for like the parking? And then like, do you know, like when I should, is the line going to like, what? What? Google. (laughs) I've complained about this many a time on the show. I know. Shocking. But. When people go on 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 Facebook, and yes. like, does anyone know of a good mechanic in Seattle? Like, <laughs> yes, Google knows every single mechanic in oh. Seattle, and then Yelp, I guess, will tell you if anyone's face. When are you coming back to Florida? Google. <laughs> Sometimes Google knows before you know. Yeah. Daddy will be like, I didn't even know we were playing there. I most of the time don't have any clue. But thank you for the question. Well, we love you guys. Yeah. Again. And we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. A wonderful. Is this it? Is it the end of the show? We're saying goodbye. So. We're saying goodbye. Yeah, we're saying goodbye. It was one of the best episodes ever, if not the best. I feel great. Lots of feel good stuff. Daddy, you feel good. We tackled so many things. They just got tackled. All the things. Um, uh, WAP, you guys know what it's about now. It's a butthole sex song. Have a great week. Duddy, say goodbye to everybody. Bye-bye. Watch out for bats serving you food. That's right. Bye-bye.